Hi, Gail. What, what are your hours now? Uh, we're four to six, yeah. We, we had somebody singing while you were called in a few minutes ago, so we, I, I pushed you off. Yeah, so. yeah, I got a hot, juicy piece of news for Uh-oh. you. Okay, what's the, what's the news, Gail? Well, my TV broke down. Uh-oh. Uh, I had it for five years, I guess. Right. $140, what is that, like 25 cents a day? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is the game I came up with. This is a, I'm going to win this game. What is the most disgusting thing you did as a young child? As a young child? Yeah, like, you know, young, not 10, young. Like as a kid, like pooping your pants? Oh, man, I'm going to win this game. Does anyone else, did you taste some cookies? Did you eat a piece of cake before dinner? Okay. I'm, I'm hands down winner on this sucker. Okay. Here it comes. All right. Around about four. I was plotting the murders of a couple of family members. Uh. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> and the only reason I didn't continue on with the plot, right? it wasn't because I was caring about what happened to them. I was worried about what was going to happen to me, what kind of trouble I was going to Yeah, get that's in. a lot of trouble. That's a lot of trouble, Gail. Yeah, yeah, now you see. Yeah. I, I, I'm not kidding you. Yeah. I mean, geez, I, I might have got out on the yeah. side that it was an accident. Yeah. Uh, but you can't be sure. I know I got some screws loose, buddy. Yeah. Because I'm young, four and forty something years, whatever. I'm on the bus. There's a cop on the bus. Well, cops. And I become fascinated. I have a compulsion to grab his gun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know what it is. Yep, I know what you got. I know what you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? No impulse control? No, there's... Yeah, I mean, I don't know the name, but I know what this is about. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie, you're, I really had a struggle not to do it's, it. It's like you're acting out. You, you need attention, and this is the way you're going to get it. I don't know. Because I had to stick my hands underneath my arms because I really had to fight the urge. Yep, yep. So, anyway, you know, my government is failing me. Uh, yeah, it's failing everybody right now. Well, I mean, everyone has their opinion. And I don't think my government is taking care of this old sick lady good enough. In their opinion, they are. So, what is time? It's time to send Gail free money. Oh. Gail Free Money, okay. Seven, You're cutting out Gail. Gail Box, <laughs> 720076. You're breaking up. I'll, I'll repeat it. It's oh, Gail Box, 706. I didn't yeah. see a penny of free money yet. <laughs> we have an envelope right here with your name on it. Let's see. I can check well, how much is in right now. There's some dollars in here. One, two, three. I don't know, but I don't $3? know why. This government seems to think they're doing just fine by me. Uh, do you want to? Hey, uh, hey, Gail. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to have some fun, or do you want to? Do you want to talk to somebody? Who's there? Hello, is hello. Anthony Medina there? Yep, he's there. What is up, sweet Gail? Gail, nothing. For days, someone oh. called me and not answering the phone when I answer and not leaving messages. Well, you actually filled up my voicemail, so there's nobody no, can leave no, a message. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't play diplomatic because there are other people around. What are you talking about? Your voicemail is jammed I, up. I did I tell you this the last time we talked last time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this you, has happened before. There's a YouTube video like all about it. Like, <laughs> 
seen other people around. Are docu- are document- you know damn well your voicemail isn't filled up. Yes, it is. <laughs> I can call him right now. We well, call him. Last, well, I'm giving it to you. Last time you contacted me, you said, yeah, yeah, you got the printer. We're going to make up the papers. You know, I don't know. I mean, I invested real money with you. And I took you at face value that you're an upfront guy that weren't going to get all screwed up and start rationalizing, fuck her, I'm not going to fulfill this agreement we had. No, the conversation we had, we'll talk in August, and it's still August, and we are talking, so... Yeah, well, you told me, I told you by August 1st, if I didn't see the papers, I'm be calling you. Yeah, and I knew that. <laughs> well, I you papers are yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I, I don't know what rationalization you got that you can just take from someone and then have buyer's remorse and try to renege on the deal. Well, I, I'm right I here. I am not one to lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm not asking if that's what's happening. Money. I need a cash flow. That's the reason why I invested to begin with. Okay, and I also gave you the option to like, oh, pay you out. That fucking shit. If I wanted my original investment, I would have never <laughs> invested with you. It would have been 10% on top of it. You didn't tell me no 10% on top of it. Yeah, I was telling you. I didn't like, hear no 10% on top of yeah, it. Yeah, I was telling you that like a bunch well, of times. Well, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> and you know, how many times I called your number? Your number is a long distance number. So it's supposed to be money. Who has long distance? Okay, I'm from LA. I have a 323 area code. What do you want? Right. And that's all these years of calling you. How much money did I put out on phone calls? Now, I don't know who you're associating with. I don't care if you have a big love in your life and it's kiss, kiss, Anthony. Uh, screw that old fucking lady. Yeah. What do you, you know, he is a good looking man. Tall, dark, and handsome. I don't care. I need a cash flow. Yeah. And people tell me that I love you. I don't know. I keep telling them it's not about that. It's about green. Green. Money. I mean, you can rationalize all you want. Your company maybe is going to go big like Apple. <laughs> what company? Uh, you know, I got a button. The whole I got a button. <laughs> That's your company. Yeah. <laughs> Two dollar button. I was at the That's eye doctor's sense. yesterday, and this surgeon was trying to push glasses on me. Glasses? The surgeon, man. Glasses. The eye surgeon was uh, trying. Uh, I don't know yeah, what his like, wait, premise was. <laughs> his company told him to, to push I don't know. All I know is the world is about selling and buying. And all that money, I'm not going to, maybe, geez, if I want my original investment, and don't try to get, <laughs> don't try to save face in front of these people. Okay, then, you know you what, know? I'll, I'll just get off. I didn't know your voicemail. is full. So, Gail, do you, do you want to, do you, do you want the contract to continue, or do you want your 10% back? <laughs> I want my money. Well, they can get you oh, yeah, 100%. You get your 110% I, back. Are you kidding? How much money is it wrapped up by now? I mean, how many years I've been waiting and all those shows you were doing and everything? I mean, come on. You, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were a stand-up guy. I mean, I didn't throw you down on the ground <laughs> step on your neck and say, money. All right, well, do you want me to call you tomorrow, or what, what do you want? Like, do you want me to call you tomorrow, because that's all I was going to do? So, cause, like, uh, yeah, no. you're just trying to save face in front of your peers here. I, I, we barely met. I met he walked one, in here. <laughs> I met he one guy. In, he walked in here on his own volition. Yeah. Yeah. But the two things people fear most in life is one, fear, and two, reject. 
Yeah. Of course, you gotta make yourself look good in front of these people. It won't look good for you to be stiff in the uh, old. Hey, I, they asked with, me to talk to you. Like, <laughs> talk to you. Like, I'm, either way, I'm fucked. So it's like. Well, you. Hey, I mean, there's no reason to be mad at me. I'm not, so nobody's mad, girl. Like, if anything, it's just like you know. I can't help my life you got buyer's remorse. Okay. Well, if anything, I'll Who's give you call. I'll give you call tomorrow, Gail. And then that way, there's no fa- other faces besides you my. You told me you're gonna get those papers up, and I told you I will wait until August. 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 Yeah, it's and still not August. Call you anymore. Yeah, it's all, still August. Ran it's the Ides of August. No papers. Almost. Okay. You know, After. Yeah. I, I don't know who you're associating with. <laughs> oh, you might think I'm a bad character just because I want to kill people. <laughs> what? But, <laughs> I mean, right. we shouldn't let that shade the day. Okay. You know? well, I'll, I'll call. I'll call you tomorrow. Okay, Gail. So that way, there's no other faces, right? And be careful. Because she's planning to kill somebody. Why do you so. think you can do this? And because I need a cash flow. My yeah, government is taking care of the old lady properly. Okay. They gotta waste the money they could give to me to put fuel in that damn jet so Trump can fly around and stretch. Hey, I could get you a TV if you want a TV. Ooh, that's a deal. That's a deal. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm All right. Well, if anything, Address and uh, yeah, I don't want to like keep up from the other guests and stuff. But yeah, like, uh, I have another call, Gail. If, if anything, uh, I'll give you a call tomorrow, Gail. Okay. I mean, how much money are you accumulating? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you next time, Gail. Bye. All right. Uh, the what is this? The Friends of Pod at Mutiny Radio. Who is this? My work is done. Oh, your work is done. Oh, what the? Oh, oh hold on. I got to turn the mics on. Uh, oh, wait. Hold on, look at your mic. Oh, sorry. What happened to the? Why is the it feedback all of a sudden? To interrupt the phone call because that's a fucking. Oh wait, there we go. Yeah. There's. That's a that's a G fucking move, Critter, and I'm impressed. All right, sorry. G move. Right. Is is Critter calling in just to get in a rough? <laughs> We don't have to be delightful, oh. I guess. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Who is this? <laughs> hey, I hey. don't know why you're hanging up on me because the truth hurts, doesn't it? Oh, we had another color. Another. Bye. Talks about Anthony Medina. Okay. You make deals, you go by it. Don't yeah. rationalize your way out of it that I'm a dirty bitch and I shouldn't be paid. Okay. You know, don't rationalize. Okay. I mean, you think I'm a bad character. <laughs> Are you kidding me? People Who says this? You do, but I don't. Cheat and rob you all the time. <laughs> you think I'm a bad character? All I'm asking you is to do what you your word. All right. You know? The word's still out. Okay. Bye, Gail. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we, well, let's do another. Uh, uh, let's do the other half of your song here. Let's. Uh, this is your after your smoke. Oh, your, has your throat cleared if you're smoking? All yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see, because you got um, 20, 25 minutes left for the show. Cool, cool. So we met Gail on um, Eric Eric Lupus's show. Oh, and we're taking that. Wait, I'm gonna, like, I want to take a picture of we're this. We're taking the so, eyelash off okay, the mic. Okay, so I lost um, Sarah's uh, lash somewhere because she's trying this new generation lashes, where are, which are um, uh, what's it called? Magnetized. Magnetized ones. So one of them oh, fell yeah. on the floor. She found them, put a microphone. So now I'm gonna take it off and put it on a face. Right. <laughs> but but before you before you play <laughs> the song, I gotta give a shout out to Studio Salon because I literally walked in there and I was Fucking like, Bob. hey, can you guys like style my hair? I'm gonna throw my hair. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, wait down the street. Literally, like yeah, right yeah, yeah. there. Are like they just opened hundred... up this week, uh, I think, because they were. Uh, they really... opened up last week, and okay. um, like the owner Annie is like, she's really cool. She was like, Oops. "Fuck yeah, I'll gel your hair." She's <laughs> <laughs> funny. She's like, I'm. So, yeah, shout out to Studio Salon. Yeah, we should have them come to the studio. That's the biggest diva we have. What if that's why they've the name? That'd be cool. Diva. the studio down the street. Come to the studio. Yeah, seriously. That's literally. That's literally what I did. I was like, I'm at the podcast, like right down the street at Mutiny Radio, and they're like, right. oh, that's really cool. Like, <laughs> they, do they, they can totally come and promote their yeah. business if they like, or I don't know, I'm, I'd like to promote Quen Mejia, because Miss Quen Mejia cut my hair, and she's phenomenal critter found her um on R- luke sour's show what's and really she happening kidnapped her and she's <laughs> been our 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 fucking Regular. um hostage ever since but she performed with um mr uh eddie gale who's a jazz legend legend at the san jose jazz festival this last weekend hmm. and she was amazing it was at the fairmont hotel and um, if you go to my Facebook page, I Facebook live like three different videos, but I, I pretty much got the whole thing. It was, it was phenomenal. Awesome. She was like the the queen that she is. Like she just <laughs> she was. And uh, my role was as her driver and as her assistant, this last night. just yeah. to make sure that she <laughs> and, and groupie and groupie. Said, well, yeah, hard. She deserves it. And she's in That's Vegas. That's what she said. She escaped to <laughs> Vegas the next day, but she's coming back tomorrow. So, Miss Mejia, we can't wait to have you back. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's. Um, oh, sorry. Anything else on? Um, yeah. What? I'm, I'm still shaking up after Gail. She's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting Gail to fucking call in again. <laughs> Don't let her affect you, Dave. Uh, uh, PTSD from this fucking flesh, flushing light. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, let's let's do the next song. Yeah, All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, next yeah, song's got a. Uh, am I up? Yeah, you're up. Oh, I'll call. Can't hear me. Oh, wait, sorry. You're not up. There you go. Um, the next song called uh, It's Easy Living. And like I said, man, intros are kind of for the birds. <laughs> Let's see. Just have some fun. You know what I mean? Yo, shit, when I was growing up, we ain't have much. Just me and my ma, now we out of touch. These days, things change, you know. Life moves quick and we travel in different ways. When things get heavy, you need to start owning up. I think that just might be the hardest part about growing up. Is realizing that everything really depends on you. Where the hell you getting food? Where the hell you getting weed? What the hell you gonna do? What the hell you gonna do? Like I said, shit moves fast, so you better make a move. Any decision that I make, I think about before I choose. Or you just might be the one to end up the lose. Dot your eyes, cross your T's, always tie your shoes, stay positive, try to be on your P's and Q's, you fucking puppet. Go ahead, do what they tell you to. I'ma just be me, my face will be posted on the news, easy living. Uh, yeah, easy living. Uh, yeah, easy living. What? Easy living.
I'm really enjoying every minute of this life I'm living I'm free from the war so I'm different There ain't no more sinning I'ma be grateful Now I'm preaching Hoping someone's listening Free your minds from the bonds of this fucking prison Expand your thoughts Stop stressing baby Roll the spliff I'm cotton mouth Red eyed with sticky fingertips You know that good good I need that sticky icky Roll me up a blicky You can hit it with me 50-50 You know I'm grinding Girl that's how we stay shining Work hard Play hard baby I might buy an island New ice on shit I'm blinging, look at all these diamonds My wrist ice cold, these jewels got here perfect timing Like I said, I'm doing good and living happily Rolling up a backward, hit the club and drop a stack of three If you ain't my homie, don't you dare come through the back with me Right now, this is a dream, but soon these are gonna be facts for me I'm telling y'all Yeah, easy living There it is <laughs> That was smooth. You always gotta have. I have so like I was telling you, man. My songs are. You never know what's coming. You know what I mean. You never know. I got a song called Suicide right next to a song called Motivate. On it, you know what I mean. So, um, yeah. I haven't gotten it yet, but it's yeah, like workout music, the, uh, right? The mixtape I plan on dropping is going to be called Bipolar, just because it's so. I, I I couldn't decide between bipolar or making it kind of com- like uh, comedic. And yeah. Just calling it tripolar because it's so much extra. Like you know what I mean? It's so much worse than just like two sides. Like there's fucking dude. There's all yeah. types of craziness going. Yeah. On. You just walk them to your mixtape like and be like, I'm on a boat, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody's dealt with the bipolar? Tripolar. It's, bipolar. it's just bipolar. what it is. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so much extra. I think that's that's like a good yeah. way of putting it. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Um, Sorry, she's doing my makeup, and, and, and I'm loving it. <laughs> I know she's, I'm not giving her much to work with. It's just like, still my face. No, it's not about the face. It's about how, how long is the, uh, if there was a progress bar, Sarah, how long would it be? It's a little dark. Hey Sarah, yeah. if there was a progress bar on your makeup, how long it's would it real, be? It's real though. We are real almost shit. done, actually. Oh no, we just can. I can play for like five hours if I can. I'm just, we're just being slow. Did you even know? I like, like I do sometimes, and that's often while I'm late for everything. I really like the eyelids. Yeah, they're really coming like out. Them. Man. All the, the rhinestones on it, they look right. Yeah. She's like your eyes are sparkly. Justice. Thank you. Sparkles. <laughs> we'll post pictures later. <laughs> it's like Chantal, like when I met her 11 year old daughter, she Chantal. sold me as like a celebrity to her, I think, and she just goes. She I said hi, nice to meet you. I'm Sarah, and she goes, your name and your voice match. I'm like, oh, I'm like you're so sweet, you're adorable. And I sometimes I would take her clothes, but what happened um, last time I was there is um, there were a pair of leggings, and you cut up and mess up leggings and like kind of whatever. I just cut them up and I knit them and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a pair of black leggings, and they were, they were in Chatel's room, and I was like. Are these yours or your daughter? She goes, honestly, I don't know. I said, okay, so I need to cut these up. I just do. I mean, like a cool, like woven, like swirl, like on the thigh, right? And I said, if these are your daughters, I'll buy new ones for her if she doesn't like them. And uh, there was a moment where she was missing her Lululemon leggings, and she thought perhaps they were them. And so she freaked for a second. But Lululemon? How old is she? I want pedal clothes. I know, right? But so she put them on and she goes, no one in junior high is going to have any like this. <laughs> and I was like, cool. So you approve. You're right. You're not going to like hate Sarah Sparkles now because I cut up your shit. <laughs> I was halfway, honestly, I was halfway through cutting them and I realized they said limited two on them. Oh, that is the children's limited. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit! I totally cutting up her daughter's leg. <laughs> Did I tell you the story? Of these uh, jeans I got—they're—they're they're an Express men, but uh-uh. but Express, you know, the jeans in Express are actually 
unisex so like you really can't tell if they're men or women so i was like on the rack getting those jeans and it turns out everything else in the rack was men women's and i was like i want this pair of jeans it's 30 percent off it happens to be my magic size and so i will so i don't even know if these are men's or women's jeans but i don't i don't i don't think uh (laughs) any women are my my skinny jeans (laughs) i don't know if anyone's seen dave lately he's not here right now but dave is the incredible shrinking man he is like He's going away. I'm going away. Just don't go yeah, to anyway, I'll be by myself. I'm 197 now. You are 1997 right now? 197. What? From much larger. That's like the weight I married my husband at, and then I divorced a 300-pound man. Oof, yeah. It was very extreme. I was like... I could have gone Damn, there. Damn, he was I fucking depressed. I could have gone there. <laughs> <laughs> if he married to me, why would yeah. he be He was fucking depressed. Hey. That's, that's a, yeah, that's, that's a lot more depressed. I can't and cook, unmedicated out. I don't or untreated. <laughs> yeah. You I lost all that weight because you lost the, the munchies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he was a pastry chef, so I mean, I guess he felt like he had to live up to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Don Perdomo. Or Don Perdomo. He gained weight with the babies with me, but I had babies, so. Oh. And he didn't. It's, I simply, yeah. yeah. Well, I sympathized with myself <laughs> in that moment. Right. That was rude. That made me sound very shallow. <laughs> fat and happy is a thing. Fat and skinny like, and happy. Fat and bummed and like accepting that for life is just not a thing either. You're looking very skinny too, Sarah. I am. You know why? Why? Because I've been sick for about two weeks. Oh. To my stomach. That's that would do it. Yeah. That would do it. I've been kind of sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, not sick, but sick to my stomach. Well, she's yeah. You know what I mean? Bug life. Yeah, I think there's been a few <laughs> bugs going around. Actually, a lot of my... I'm blaming it on a lot of things, but yeah. the rain is not I have a lot of coworkers that are doing, like, man, me, this yeah. looks Whatever like soup, food, food poisoning or something, but Whatever it's not. Whatever you do. Watch. I just blame it on the alcohol. Yeah. Oh. Blame it on the alcohol. Blame Millie Vanilli moment. What? All right, we'll go from Millie Vanilli to the quiz, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Emma, is the is the music coming in? It's, it's coming in. Actually, you probably get to bump it up a little more. Yeah, it's all the way up. It's all the way up for me. All the way up. <laughs> yeah, this is the sub for that. And that's cranked on your phone all the way? Yeah, it's all the way. Let me crank yeah. the sub here. and you It's can coming out here pretty yeah. solid. I is it? Yeah, it might just be in these headphones. That I mean, I can too. hear it enough. I'm just right, making right. sure it's not and, just and me. I, you know what I mean? No, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. good. It's a good mix when I hear it. It is good. All right. Yeah. There we go. Oh, it's cutting you out. There it goes. Check, check. All right, like I said, you know, this uh, this is called suicide, so we're about to get dark for a minute. Just usually when I rap this, people look at me a little different afterwards, so we'll just see what pops off. Yo, hey. Uh, this life is heavy If I try to carry it, I'll fall I feel crippled just by the pure weight of it all oh, shit It's hard to laugh when depression's involved It's even harder to remain calm when the obsession evolves I wanna feel alive, but then death always calls Holding a gun to my head, ready to put a hole in my skull Brain spilling on a bed, blood all over the walls I carve your name in my arm, that's not pathetic at all See what's pathetic is me letting you get the best of me, nah Are you ready for the death of me? Cause I'm hitting that wall You better start placing bets, because soon I'll be gone Don't don't be alarmed, I embrace it, I ain't worried at all If you afraid of death, bro, you need to grow you some balls That shit come for everybody, you ain't special at all Everybody's fake as fuck, dog, especially y'all And after I drop this song, I tally up the telephone calls that I get They be like, quiz, I thought we were friends Yeah, you might know my name, but that's about where it ends Do you know what it's like to be completely alone? To be completely out of place when you're just sitting at home? Pick up a razor, I impulsively start cutting my skin Let the blood drain out, slice both of my wrists Lay in the tub Death is coming, shit, I hope it don't stop I slip my head underwater and hope the blood don't clot Damn, S-U-I-C-I-D-E 
S U I C I D E S U I C I C me Is this really the only option that is left for me? Uh Yo Listen, listen I pull out both of my shoelaces, make me a noose Put it around my neck and swan dive off of the roof Maybe I'll sit down and try to swallow a bottle of pills It's gotta work, right? Look at all the people it's killed See, me and death ain't really on the greatest of terms And really the time of committing suicide, this shit doesn't work And ever since my life has just become increasingly worse One day soon, I'ma take a ride in that hearse And when that time comes, look, I don't want no service Even the thought of it is starting to make me feel all nervous A bunch of people fronting, acting like my life ain't worthless It's hard to be happy with life when it has served no purpose God damn, I'm in a room where everybody's moving but me I'm ready to snap and start stabbing every person I see pull out the big guns I put some holes in their bodies and get to chopping them into pieces I just picked up a hobby damn s-u-i-c-i-d-e s-u-i-c-i-d-e s-u-i-c-i-c-me is this really the only option that is left for me yo I know that death is coming and there ain't no way to stop it If you're trying to save my soul, I won't give you that option See, it's my fucking life I decide if it ends, you'll never know when I'm just building up the suspense See, I know that death is coming and it's gonna be violent You asked to pick apart my brain shit, you can see what's inside it Aren't you happy, you asked? Aren't you happy at last? You unleashed one of my demons, now you facing its wrath I feel like I'm walking on glass, when will this pass? Every time life looks up, it knocks me back on my ass Suicide is one of the only things you can't take back So when I do it it's eternal shit, I like the sound of that This whole world is fronting, always pretending they happy They all too afraid to end it, don't you put this shit past me This ain't a cry for help, this is a general warning When I'm gone, you bastards will regret that you fucking ignored me S-U-I-C-I-D-E S-U-I-C-I-D-E S-U-I-C-I-C me Is this really the only option that is left for me? There it is, there it is right. Dude, that was awesome yeah, Thanks, that was awesome. And, and who cares if it gets Holy dark? Shit. Like, seriously yeah. Yeah, good. Even it, uh, the most delightful people get fucking dark You know, yeah. sometimes the, the, the hardest thing, like When you're writing, at least for me yeah. You know, when I'm writing, whatever the topic I'm writing is on, like, obviously I don't write this shit in a day. You know what I mean? Some of them, yeah, but some of the longer ones that more thought into, it takes a little while. I'm not, you know, I'm like manic, so I'm all over the fucking <laughs> right. place. You know what I mean? I could be like like that one day, like I said, and then I'm going to do, I'm going to conquer the world today. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to write and keep on like topic, you almost have to force yourself to be in that mood in that yeah. in that depressive feel you yeah. know what I mean and it's, and I, yeah, it's I that was one of the harder songs to write because right. you know every time I would go over it because this is how I remember them every time I write a line I rap the whole thing write another line rap the whole thing like yeah. they just stay on top and you, so. and you understand why people want to stop writing about things yeah, yeah I, I totally understand like, and I have tons of music <laughs> that is like that like yeah. you know, I have a uh, an almost six year old little girl uh, she lives in in Michigan yeah. um, she's got two half sisters and another sister on the way so it's four girls and it's like oh, i'm uh yeah i'm i'm you know i'm in and out so it's uh when i have like the songs that i have a couple that i've tried writing that's like kind of for my kid like for her to hear i, I haven't even finished them i get halfway through and it's like man like it's so hard because that's something that 
I want to make like perfect you know what i yeah. mean like yeah exactly what i want it to be and i feel like that's uh like an artist never appreciates his work type thing like, yeah. i feel like it's i'll have it and then like i'll keep fucking adding and making yeah. it worse you know what i mean it's so like I the don't, painter I'm never like, stops fuck it. i put it away yeah, yeah i put it away until another day you know yeah my dad was that's a painter oil painter to be able to do though like, so be able to stop and yeah. like take a step away if some because I, I do art and stuff like sometimes you can just like go too far and it yeah. Would, yeah like take <laughs> overwork the painting you, yeah overwork the the piece but I mean, artists are, I mean, music and art, like, are all inspired by f- emotion, right? So, like, they say heartbreak yeah. and love, right? Right, right. It's like, it's all about, like, and it's all supposed to evoke emotion out of people. And so, I think that's good because it's all relatable. I mean, look at 21 Pilots, right? Their whole album's about, like, suicidal thoughts and migraines and freaking <laughs> right. all this shitty, like, insomnia and yeah. whatever. But it's if it's relatable, then cool yes yeah, you know it's someone else's saying and hey you're getting it out for me you yeah. guys know that one of my favorite um song november rain i totally want to get married in a little church <laughs> nowhere and i wear the dress 80 like supermodel Steph- dress and this song it took to actually axel rose day. writing by himself 11 years and wow. he actually wrote everything by himself and november rain wasn't released a long time oh ago. wait this is aerosmith of china whatever the thing with um What's the album that was taking like 10 years to release? To yeah, kept, so one of those, because yeah. Don't, Don't You Cry, which all the Axel wrote it by himself, lyrics, yeah. which was funny because I was seeing this mem on um, in, uh, on Facebook album. and it says, uh, an uh, artist nowadays, Beyonce, had all those um, artists the writing one song. Isn't that controversial? No, 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 the Beyonce song uh, and lyrics are Who Run the World, but it's 20 writers, right? Yeah. And you have a... Uh, Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. I was thinking, yeah. I think it's Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. That's what I was thinking. Guns and Roses, that album that was like the... Took like fucking forever to come out. And then it came out and it kind of sucked. Yeah, it came out and it sucked. That's November. Purple Rain, I think it's Prince. No, Purple Rain is Prince. Yeah, November Rain is Guns and Roses. Purple Rain is Prince. But yeah. From like... Did I say, did I say the first? Oh, we're yeah, just like... Yeah. Oh, sorry. I meant like... Uh, no, I didn't say the first. Oh, we're just like... Yeah. 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 Yeah.
more of a businessman than wine, the wine person. I like and but he does now what he did with the last uh, since the last big wine lots rush wine in, in, in Napa and was uh, basically buy up every failed winery's name brands, and he would just make some cheap shit from you know the box wine shit and right. slap up some right. little right. vineyard's name on it. And that's what Charles Shaw was. Charles Shaw was actually was an actual vineyard, uh, an actual guy, and he had a thing in Napa, but he failed. He went back to doing something else. He lives in Columbus, and so now. Uh, yeah, so now you can buy Charles Shaw for two bucks, or now three bucks in, in uh, Trader Joe's because businessman yeah. made a lot of money on a so rough, failed yeah. product. <laughs> so, like, 12 years ago, yeah. uh, I went to a Halloween party, like, at a house, and I was like, fuck, I want to stand out in this Halloween party. I'm just as Mr. Mr. Fucking Incredible. <laughs> like, what do I do? So, I had, like, $100 in my pocket, and I was like, I'm going to buy 48 bottles of two-buck chuck. <sighs> not fi- not 50, because wow. I don't have the change. I just have 100 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I bought 48 fucking bottles of two-buck chuck in Trader Joe's. <sighs> went to this party and they were like, "Hey, what's up, Bob? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you got there, huh?" I'm holding two cases, <laughs> two boxes. Yeah, They're like two buck chunk. Let's get everybody fucked up now. <laughs> yeah, and the sad part is actually, I mean, it, the presentation is everything, and and yeah. it does. It's not horrible wine. It's just, yeah, it's box wine. It's right. all, yeah, it's just two bucks. That's it. <laughs> it's actually not bad for two bucks. Yeah. Uh, it got me through many, many p- periods of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see. What do we um, do? You want to do another? Because oh, actually, no, yeah, we have only about two minutes left for the show, so we got to wrap it up. So um, let's do some plugs. And actually, Bob, why don't you go out while we're talking, and then we'll get them because yeah. we got to do. Have them come in and do plugs, and then we'll. Okay, say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, thanks so for having me today, too, yeah, man. It's good to it have awesome. you. It's great, time. Um, great yeah. crowd, man. It's great. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, are you uh, going anywhere next to? to uh, are you just doing more open mics, or I'm just uh, yeah, man. Uh, really, when I got here, like the whole open mics, um, it's more just like for my confidence to right, like right. push through. Because yeah. now, since I came from LA to here, There's a my, lot of my, here. my main <laughs> focus now is really just starting to produce, starting to find how more. I want more like yeah. I don't want people to just think that you can only catch me live. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. I need somebody that's willing yeah. to work with me yeah. to, you know, I ain't got money like that. I came, right. I came all the way from Baltimore to here with a thousand bucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was it. Right. Getting a place, getting a spot, some stuff happened. I had to move up here and it's just, uh, yeah, man. So now it's like, it's more or less, that was my practice. And this is like me getting kind of more serious. I want to focus on it as a career path, right. not just the open mic thing or my hobby. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of, regardless, here, yeah. I, I'm going to do this. Yeah. One way or another, I'm doing this till I die. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah, I know so it's mean. either like, <laughs> don't want to like quote 50 or nothing, but get rich or die trying is basically the motto. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm 49. I know what you mean. <laughs> right. right yeah. Do you have um, Do you have music you can live with? Wait, do you how old? <laughs> <laughs> I know. No we're all in our 40s. <laughs> we're all in our 40s. <laughs> we are. What? Sparkle, how old are you? Um, I'm 29. What? I'm 42 <laughs> in November. Oh, stop oh. it. No way. I know. So gross. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. What? I just turned 30 and I feel still like I'm, you know, 18 forever. Well, well, forever I, young. I, I it's all about. I feel like I'm in my teens, but the fact <laughs> is. <laughs> I've I got like preteens at home. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm definitely old, but I, that's why I like to eat little boys for breakfast because then I suck their life essence. <laughs> oh I yeah, like that. and it works out. <laughs> I think. And yeah. Sparkles. Sparkles are, are they help? I Codependency think. is the best. 
The what? Codependency is the best. Codependency is amazing. <laughs> oh, sure. That's right. I That's great. Buy it. <laughs> oh, look, look what I did to your thing, Miss Claudia. Oh, oh yeah. We, oh, oh, looks thank great. You so, Sarah, we've got to wrap up the show. Let's, um, why don't you get the um, show book or sign? We're going to sign the oh, show book I after the show. I would love to. But, but uh, uh, why don't we uh, wrap were, around? We were running and late and I couldn't find it. Say goodbye it, to everybody. Um, we'll see what okay. I can. It might be in my backpack. Okay. I'll look for it. But if not, then that's just what it is. All right. Well, let's go around the room and say goodbye. Thank you. Is it that time already? Thank you for listening. This is Quiz the Kid. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you to Claudia for making me look sparkalicious and fabulous. And this was like definite shout out to K Man. Yeah. Carl. Carl. Thanks for getting me here. Thanks for everything you did, man. Thank you, Carl. Brother for the rest of my life. That's my man. I'm glad I saw you last night and I'm glad you introduced me to your friend because Hello. We're going to help him get, do whatever we can to get him uh, out and, and listen to. All Thank right. you. Thank you. That would, that's, means the world to me. All right. Well, thanks, Critter, and everybody. We got to go. Yep. Um, next show is coming Next up. show. This was the first official show, so do it next week. Is it really? <laughs> thanks for having me, everybody. Later. Bye. Bye. And bye. Some of them green alligators and long-legged geese. Some humpty-back camels and some chimpanzees. Some cats and rats and elephants, but as sure as you're born, don't you forget my unicorn. Oh no, was there to answer the call. Green alligators and long neckies, some humpty back camels and some chimpanzees, some cats and rats and elephants, but Lord, I'm so forlorn, I just can't see no unicorn. Then Noah looked out through the driving rain. to this very day. You'll see green alligators and long neckies, some humpty-back camels and some chimpanzees, some cats and rats and elephants, but as sure as you're born, you're never gonna see no unicorn. 
So sad, so sad. But thank you again for tuning in to MutiniRadio.fm. This is Friends with Genefits. And you can listen some more every Saturday from 2 to 4 o'clock. As long as you don't forget, hit that donate button. Help us out. We'll make sure it goes to the right places. It's uh, MutinyRadio.fm, of course, is what you're listening to. So you have to go to the page, and it's right there. So... Here we are today. I shall be getting a phone call shortly. But in the meantime, how many of you have seen a unicorn in your life? I'm in San Francisco. There's lots of unicorns. Trust me. Welcome back, everybody. Friends with Jenna Fitz. Uh, there's a few events today. I know that you can get out there to Lucky Fest in Modesto if you're in that area. Thanks for tuning in, but get your tickets. It's going. They're opening the gates at 3 p.m. today. The entrance is at 11th and L Street, and you can get your tickets by going to luckyfestmodesto.com or any Boyet Petroleum locations in that area. Also today, I hear Jamie Dubberly, my dear friend, is going to be performing here in San Francisco, not far from where I am, at 24th and Cesar Chavez, or in the area of Potrero, Cesar Chavez area, on 24th. We're going to get a call from him a little bit sooner than later, I hope, because I know he's starting with his session warming up today at 3 o'clock. Again, if you have something you'd like to promote, this is what I love to do. If you're a musician, a comedian, uh, maybe you're an actor, you're looking for some extras, get a word out to us here at MutinyRadio.fm or check out my Friends with Jenna Fitz page on Facebook. I've had the great, distinct privilege of working with so many different musicians and artists, comedians, that if we can't connect it for you, I don't know who can. So give me a call here at the station at 4 1-5-5-5-0-0-5-11. And you can also stop by at 2781 21st Street and Florida Street. Say hello. We've got plenty of space. We have a performance space that seats 25 to 30 people easily. And again, if you'd like to support us, hit that donate button for mutinyradio.fm. Phone. I love you in the street. 
wish I could just pick you up Next time you're feeling down I wish I could afford to buy A plane ticket to your town I wish we were kids again I'd ask you to come out and play But you're so scary now $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m. Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot of Bullet Bourbon and a can of California Lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shot. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Are you motherfuckers ready for the rad show? Rad! Yes, it is real ass dudes, real dudes all the time here. I am so excited to bring up your host right now out of Portland. Put your hands together for Daniel Degris! Right, thank you, Mutiny. Welcome to Rad, real ass dudes. Um, So... Does anybody here, um, I'm going to bring up a real ass dude problem that I have. Um, does anybody here pee wrong? Do you guys know? Not a little? All right. So I think, okay, so I just turned 32 recently and uh, I think I've been peeing wrong. Um, my aim is true. This isn't the problem. It's, um, it's the shake. I'm not sure. <sighs> yeah. It's kind of personal. So, so I was, I was. I was potty trained by my, my uh, babysitter. Her name's Barbie. She's wonderful. Um, she just threw some Fruit Loops in the toilet and said, sink them. And it was just a blur after that. And I, I swear nobody showed me. So, so what I do is like, I just like shake it violently. And then, uh, I mean, if you, get, if you ever like put away a garden hose, it's just like it's off, but it's not, you know. Just keeps going, um, but anyway. So like, just I just shake it and then I like slap it like a slap bracelet, just like, but against my pants. It's more of a formality, but it feels like it's done. I don't know. I know this is a little gross, but it's also kind of a cry for help. Um, yeah. 
I don't know. Somebody listening is going to be like, you know, maybe I've been doing it wrong too. And they're going to try it. But um, I don't know. I think, and someone might ask, be like, is that, doesn't that hurt? It's like, no, it can take a beating. It's the balls you got to protect. And like, I've done it. Like, I realized this because I did that when I wasn't wearing pants and it just clocked myself right in the nuts. It hurts so much. Anyway, so no one else. <laughs> That's good to know. Um, there's a few numbers I learned recently. They're just crazy. Uh, so Pornohub said that when, uh, when men search for porn, 16% uh, of the time, it's for incest porn. Right? What the fuck, guys? Now, all right, so but when women, when women search for porn, 9% of the time, it's for incest porn. And that's kind of hot. And it's not the incest porn. That, I think it's just like a horny lady with a search term. It's just, all right, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, the other, oh, so um, Google was interesting, too. They, um, between the, the, the binary, men and women, genders, um, one of the two genders searches for how to best perform oral sex more than the other one. Do you guys want to take a guess, men or women? Really? That's so great. No, it is women. It is by far women. Um, they're better people. Like, they're just, they're trying. Um, and, like, almost to prove it, like, men are searching for those terms. But, like, the, at the highest rate, it's how to perform it on themselves. So they're just trying to, like, take the women out of the situation. I want to see, like, a husband who got caught and is just like, I know what I like. I just don't know how. Um... I have a final number I want to bring up, uh, which is, uh, did you know that 70% of your sperm, men, I guess, um, the 70% of your sperm is there just to fight other guys' sperm? Like, that's a lot. That is, that's clearly evolution reminding us that monogamy is difficult, but 70, like how jealous do you got to be if only 30% are trying to knock up your girlfriend, but 70% are just throwing open closet doors and looking under beds like, where the fuck is he? <laughs> it's nuts. Like, I don't know. Like, it makes me wonder if that's where like macho dudes come from. Like one of the fighting ones accidentally did the insemination. Now it's really confused, <laughs> but still swinging. Because like, they, I don't know, it's just on each other all the time trying to prove it. Like, I feel like it'd be great if there was something we could have them do and they would just know who's the alpha and they could just chill out for a while. You know, just be a person. Watch Netflix. Impossible, you say. That would take years of heavy petting, you say. I don't think it has to. I think what's happening is that their sperm really still wants to punch each other in the face. And we should let it. Like, on ESPN, these guys can put their shirts back on and unleash their boys and we will see who comes out on top. Because fucking, we've, we've seen men fight. But to semen fight? Oh. All right. If, I don't know. If you, can, if you lift, bro, you can beat a man. But beat off with a man, you might be a legend. Like. All right. Are you guys ready for some real ass dudes? Let's make it even louder for the radio. Real ass dudes, come on. All right. Our first real-ass dude coming from Portland, Oregon, is the great Brian Bixby. Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a real-ass dude. <laughs> Look at me. 
I have the beer gut to prove it. Look at me. I too am. Uh, I watch incest porn. Sure, why not? It's it's nothing sexual though. It's just to fulfill my fantasy of being from a different family. <laughs> like that's that's what I really want. <laughs> I grew up in a small town in Wisconsin. Um, we had a we had a saying in Wisconsin. It goes, um, "Fuck! I live in Wisconsin. Ugh, this place sucks." <laughs> It's terrible. A lot of pedophiles in a small town. A lot of pedophiles. <laughs> All kinds. Uh, I even knew about a pedophile in a wheelchair. Yeah, a wheelchair. How did he do it? Dress up as a race car bed? Like, how do you... <laughs> how do you work that out? Ha! I like that over there. <laughs> That's the equivalent of a gong. I don't know. <laughs> that chokes fire. <laughs> I like uh, I like psychedelic drugs. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I like them. Uh, magic mushrooms. Yeah. Sounds like you have to know a wizard. Like, uh, <laughs> conjure me some mushrooms. Read about them in Harry Potter and the Breathing Wall. That's. I like them. Every time you take mushrooms, it's an enlightening experience. Like, uh, last time I took them, I spent four hours just staring at a wall. That's all I did. And then I realized they were shiitake mushrooms, and I'm just a boring person. Like, uh, it's my big realization. I, uh, I think about the apocalypse a lot. I do. And what I think is, I'm going to die <laughs> real fast. I'm not going to live. I'm not supposed to. What's the last movie you saw where the survivors are like an ex-marine, some hot chick, and a fat, cowardly ginger? Like, yeah. Walking through some zombie town, smearing on sunscreen, like, how far is it? <laughs> oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> I've always been fat. Uh, always. I was a fat kid. Uh... My, my mom always tried telling people, oh, it's just baby fat. That's all, just a little baby fat. And they'd be like, oh, wow, really? How many babies did he eat? Because you have a fat kid, ma'am. <laughs> I do, uh, I, uh, I remember the, yeah, I, I do blame it on my dad. Uh, he raised me, and he let me eat whatever I wanted, which for an eight-year-old who's already fat is like pizza, mac and cheese. Like, he let me eat anything. He's like, oh, what could go wrong? Yeah, what could go wrong? That's when I shake my tits in his face. Like, well, you can motorboat your son. That might be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Here's what I do. Sometimes, sometimes I like to squeeze my fat tits together. And I jizz on them. That's what I do. I come on my gooey man tits. And then that makes it okay that I have them. Because the sad part about man tits is that they have no purpose. But mine saved me from coming in my face. So pretty useful rack I got. It is like, uh, I, remember, uh, I remember the last time I saw my great-grandmother alive. Uh, she said to me, she said, Brian, you're getting too fat. 
and then she died right there. It was <laughs> so sad. I was so fat, she had a heart attack. <laughs> That's what happened. Sad. <laughs> I do, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I, I moved to Portland two years ago. Uh, that's the first place that I learned about the world naked bike ride. I'll never do that. Uh, I'm just not trying to find out if my ass can deep throw a bike seat. Like, you know, I'm not interested in that. I'm out of shape, like I said. I can't do it. I, uh, I hate people that are in shape, really. <laughs> Fuck you. If you... If you have abs right now, fuck you, okay? <laughs> like, I totally get why joggers are always getting murdered. Like, yeah, because, fuck them. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Look at me, I'm being healthy. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> I used to have friends that like to hike, like up hills and shit. Like, uh, like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm not, if I'm walking to the middle of nowhere, you better be killing me, because I'm not walking back. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Here's how out of shape I am. Uh, the other night, I was fucking. Yeah, uh, you got to believe the premise. Come with me on this, please. <laughs> Come with me. I was fucking, and uh, at a certain point, I had to fake an orgasm, because I was just winded. Like, I was so tired. <laughs> I was just breathing, holding my side, ah, 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 and then I just made a face like, oh, and then I got to, I'm done. I, I wish I knew that in high school gym class, like, oh, if I just pretend to come, I can stop running laps, like, would have been so useful. <laughs> yeah, that's just me, though, I'm just a uh, big old fat bad I'm a bad fuck I'm terrible I hump like I'm trying to move a washing machine by myself like just <laughs> you ever just move like ah, ah, ah. yeah baby I call this two men in a truck that's what I call it I'm sorry I humped at you uh, nobody deserves that treatment <laughs> uh, beautiful but you know women women can have multiple orgasms yeah, uh, I know because I read, uh, that's why. Not me, I'm done after two. <laughs> I'm out of cum. It still twitches, but I'm just ejaculating wishes at that point. Like, that's all, that's all I have left. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. I, uh, I used to, uh, I used to date this girl who always called me daddy. She would call me daddy, which is, uh, it's sexy. It can be sexy. But one time she went over the line, right? Like I'm walking into the bedroom and she's like, oh, daddy, what are you doing in your daughter's bed? Um, leaving actually. I'm just about to walk out just like your real dad. What do you know? Uh, what do you know? I, um, my penis, uh, it's not that long, okay? It's not. It's not, but but let me tell you, it is not that big around either, so don't get excited. Never call it a cock. Can't do that. Cocks have veins. I didn't even know they penises had veins for like till three years ago. Like they have big veins. Like that's the thing about a cock. It looks like an angry dad. Like it's 
Like it's mad you broke a window, just like it's, it's like so angry. I don't have that. I prefer wee wee. That's what I have, okay? Just a wee wee. Here's what I think happened to it. I think it's small because I sleep on it. That's it. I think it's supposed to grow at night, but I'm just smashing it down every night. I wake up and it looks like grass where a car has been parked for a year. Like it's, it's not a good dick. It's so sad. But you should want to fuck me. Uh, should really want to uh, because I bring snacks. Okay. I show up for for sex like a little league mom. Like, like I got trail mix. I got Gatorades. And no matter how this ends, we're all getting pizza, okay? That's a rule. I'm Brian Bixby. Thanks a lot, everybody. Y'all can see me now because you don't see what your eye. You perceive what your mind. That's the end. So I'm going to stick around. Keep it going for Brian Bixby. Man, yeah, you should want to fuck him. Come on. like he. If I heard that right, his dick grants wishes after he comes twice. So it's like everybody wins, I think. Are you ready for the next comic? Yay! All right, also from Portland, Oregon, give it up for the amazing Pedro Andrede. Good up for Daniel, yo. Hell yeah. How's everybody doing? It's late and shit. I don't know what the what, what it is here, but I was driving by a school zone, and uh, I'm from Portland, and uh, I don't know what it is here, but uh, I got to thinking... Like, who decided 20 miles an hour is the appropriate speed to hit a kid with your car? <laughs> That's how we're doing it. <laughs> I'm, uh, sometimes there, sometimes there are sex women will ask me to talk dirty to them in Spanish, you know. They like it Telemundo style. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't mind doing it, but then they look at me like I'm crazy when I tell them to talk dirty to me in the King's English. <laughs> I'm saying, man, like, you know. Some won't even some of them won't even watch Downtown Abbey with me whilst we fornicate. It's unjust. It's unjust. It's unjust. <laughs> I know at least like one person here is like, hey, somebody tell Pablo it's downtown Abbey, not uh, downtown Abbey. Not on Pornhub. Not on Pornhub. They changed the names because of copyrights and shit like that. I suppose is what I heard. All right. <laughs> All right. So what else is going on? I was on a date the other day, and like you know, I sometimes I, I date white women, and uh, but I knew it wasn't gonna work out though, man, because I saw that she had like her son's name tattooed on the back of her of her neck. And I mean, I don't know anybody else, but the last thing I want to read when I'm making passionate love to my partner is the name Colton. <laughs> I mean, Brian, maybe. R Rodrigo, fuck it, let's do Rodrigo, but not Colton. <laughs> Never Colton. I don't know. Last, last, last woman I dated, like, you know, she was really nice, really kind, really thoughtful too. Like, you know, like um, she, uh, I, like you know, we did nice things for each other. Like she, she like, 
you know, the arts or whatever and Italian food. So I took her on a nice date, you know what I mean? Went to a play and had a nice dinner. And then, you know, she, like I said, she's really thoughtful. Like she found out I love hip hop music, really do, 90s hip hop. And next thing you know, we were getting busy in a Burger King bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't have did that one, I know. I was like, baby, aren't you worried we're going to get caught? She's like, nah, fuck the police. Hey, whatever. <laughs> they shouldn't have let us smoke weed in this motherfucker. All right? so, they shouldn't have let us smoke weed. Smoking weed is dope, though, like fucking, right? Like, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like, I was thinking the other day, like, you know, people smoke weed out of, like, a lot of things, right? Like, people smoke weed out of apples, I know when I was like, people smoke weed out of what, fucking cans and shit. When I was young, dudes would go to jail and they come back out and they'd be like, yeah, in there we roll joints out of Bible paper. It's the craziest things you guys smoke weed out of. For me, it was a meth pipe. (laughs) Just gently used. (laughs) Using brand new. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Grabbing by the pussy, right? Steve Bannon sucks his own cock. I moved on her like a bitch. Is this a presidency or a too short record? What the fuck is going on? (laughs) No, remember like not too long ago, the politicians would like be all critical and judgmental of artists, especially rappers, right? For like how they use explicit lyrics and whatnot. But now even like the rappers are like, yo, chill, son. (laughs) My kids are watching the news, yo. It's fucking crazy. America's reached the point, keep it real, where Snoop Dogg is a better role model to the children than the president of the United States. That's where we're at, man. And, and, and not to hate on Snoop, but he was on trial for attempted murder. So that's kind of, that's where we're at. That's where we're at, y'all. That's where we're at. No, but who would have thought, right? Who would have thought that the guy that called Mexicans murderers and rapists when he announced he was running for president which turned out to be such a dick. <laughs> not the smartest, not the smartest president, Donald Trump, right? But really good at division, turns out. <laughs> Country is divided, though. Country is divided. What else is going on? <laughs> All right. All right, I'll look at the phone. Fuck it. You guys talk or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Americans are taking staycations now. <laughs> that ain't nothing new to my people. Shit, you know how many cousins I have that came out here on vacation and stayed? <laughs> ten. <laughs> ten of them. There's ten of them, actually. Like, I live in Portland, Oregon. Uh, I don't know if you, the news got down here, but there was, like, these two ladies that uh, <laughs> they tried to open a burrito stand, and then they got in trouble because they were, like, turns out they were stealing tortilla recipes and shit. Because, you know, white people always get in trouble for cultural appropriation, man. And uh, I got to keep it real again. You know what I mean? Like, Mexicans, we appropriate from American culture, too. Like, you take, for instance, our social security numbers, right? (laughs) A lot of those weren't originally ours, man. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, my name is Pedro. I I go by Pedro Andrade on stage. That's my stage name. But uh, legally, uh, I'm Stephen Buckmiller. So... Got a loan once, I got a loan once. Got a loan once. 
You guys, uh, you guys find the word gringo offensive? Anyone here find the, the term gringo offensive? No? I've run into some people that do, like some white people that they don't like to be called gringo. They, don't, they find it like it's derogatory. And I always tell them, hey, I, f I just feel like I should be able to use it because most of my life I've worked for gringos. And, of course, some of my best friends married a gringo to stay in the country. So that's how it is. <laughs> All right, what else is going on? <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of hatred, right? A lot of hatred in the world. Bigotry, racism, all that shit. Like when Donald Trump, like, you know, he called us, mur he called Mexicans murders rapists. Uh, I'm Mexican, obviously. Uh, but <laughs> like, like a lot of people were, 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 uh, were like, wow, that's crazy, you know? And, uh, but like for me, like I was like, yeah, you know, that's been going on for a while. Like as long as I can remember, uh, Mexicans have been called beaners, um, wetbacks, illegal aliens. It ain't nothing new. Shit, even the other day, my doctor called me a borderline diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> fucking racist, man. It's fucking racist. <laughs> All right, what else is going on? Make Superman Mexican. Why not? I better get up out of here. I think that's my time. Have a good night. All right, keep it going for Pedro Andrede. All right. <laughs> yeah, aliens, Trump. Do you think if aliens like came down today and they'd be like, take me to your leader, you'd be like, oh. Dude, any other time would have been better. You want to see him there? All right, uh, we're going to need a translator. And they're like, no, we speak English. It's like, yeah, but he doesn't, so. Gonna... <laughs> All right. Bad host. All right. Another amazing comic from Portland, Oregon. Give it up for Hunter Donaldson! <laughs> Okay, this show is called Rad, Real Ass Dudes, and I'm so perfect for that, you know? I really nail all the requirements. Everybody, do, Every dude on here, ass dudes, all of them. All of them ass dudes, for real. That's what I would have called the show, ass dudes for real. I'm a dude, and I'll talk about it. Um, I'm a white dude. And when you're a white dude doing stand-up comedy in 2018, I feel what you're saying every night when you're on stage is, hey, just one more, okay? Just one more. No, just as the door is closing, just one more. Just let me in. Just let me in. Just let me in, okay? Just let me in. For old time's sake, come on, just let me in. One more, one more. I like doing stand-up comedy, um, but I'm also out there doing the practical stuff, doing the real work for you guys. I do that. And I pulled this great one the other day, and got to tell you about it. I went out, and I met this guy, and he was a really cool guy. We went out, we, uh, we got some dinner, we got some drinks, we connected on a lot of shit. Anyways, we go back to his place and we are making like deep, sweet, passionate love. And I look him right in the eyes and I'm like, hey man, gotcha. 
because I'm actually straight. <laughs> and he was like, I don't think you are straight. And I was like, well, you're just mad because I got gotcha. you. <laughs> he was upset. And I was like, I'm sorry. It's just a joke. Didn't mean to hurt you. And he started to cry, and I held him on my arms, and I held him really, really close, and I could feel his breath on the nape of my neck, and he's crying, and I'm crying, and he's kissing me, and I'm kissing him, and we're crying, <laughs> and, well, We fucked again. <laughs> so I got him twice. <laughs> with the same joke. <laughs> Honestly, tonight, I'm a little bit, you know, thrown off because I'm thinking later after this show, I'm going to go get him again. <clears throat> <laughs> I am meeting his parents next week. And I hope they like jokes. <laughs> I hope they do. I hope they do. I uh, just recently got checked for STDs. Okay. <laughs> that, that, I, that is a fair reaction, honestly. That, uh, that's fine. That's a normal reaction. Normally, the audience carries me out the door on that one, but... And I like to tell every audience, you know, you should all get checked. You know, sometimes I like to make it specific, though, you know, like... Get checked. Anyways, I was, uh, I was there. I was, uh, the nurse was like, Hunter, it's really straightforward. We're going to do a urine test, and we're going to do a blood test. And I was like, that's perfect, because I piss blood. <laughs> she was like, we don't even need to do the test. <laughs> I should probably tell you maybe something true about me. Um, that might be something. Um, a lot of people actually don't know this, but I am a deviant, soft, sensual, slow, fast, sex master. <laughs> Not a lot of people know. I've got a lot of great moves, like... <laughs> I've got a lot of great sex phrases, like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, hey. Are you st still into this? Because <laughs> I'm not getting a lot of eye contact here, and... I just, I need that to feel safe, and I don't. So I'm like a fuck god. <laughs> I'm a big, big, nasty fuck god. The thing is, I, I, I know all the positions. Missionary. And the other one? 
I've been every sexual orientation. I've tried them all. Gay, straight, cis, racist, um, cat person, dog person, horse girl. And I even do ghost stuff. A lot of people don't know what ghost stuff is. Ghost stuff is just like where you go to a haunted house by yourself and you sit in the dark and if you get turned on, (laughs) how else would you explain that? I want to do a little improv here tonight. Um, I like to do some improv in my sets, kind of shake it up. Need a partner. How about you? This is my partner, and we're going to do improv. (laughs) Yep, that's it. You're the partner. Um, What's your name, sir? Cool. You can just stay there. It's a really simple improv. I don't know if you've ever done improv before. Good. The way improv works, if you don't know, is there's this concept called yes and. Whatever happens, we just roll forward. There's no no in improv. I think that's what that means. So here we go. It's just going to be a simple scene. All you have to do is order food. Okay? You ready? Give this guy a round of applause. Okay. Here we go. Hi. Um, Welcome to Mutiny Radio. I'm your server. This is now a restaurant. Do you want to order any food? Yeah. What would you like to order? Hamburgers. We're out of that. We don't have any hamburgers. <laughs> awesome. Do you want to order something else, maybe? Yeah. We don't have that either, and I don't know what that is, and that's not a thing. <laughs> Do you maybe want to order, like, a funny food? Okay, okay. No, stop, stop. He's ruining it. He's ruining it. He's fucking it up. I'm handing him gold over and over and over, and you're just spiking the ball right into the fucking ditch every single time. I'm going to fix this scene right now. Right now. I'm going to fix it. Here we go. Now I have a gun. Hands up. Hands up. Now give me your wallet. Yes, and... Yes, and give me your wallet. I don't believe that. I do not believe that. I've heard a lot of excuses at this part of the show. Give me the wallet and give it to me now. Yes, and. You know what? Fuck this. Everybody get your hands up. Get your hands fucking up. Get your hands up. Get your hands up. Turn the radio part off now, okay? This is not being broadcasted. Everybody get your fucking wallets right here. Yes, and me now. It's called HunterRadio.com now. That's the new name of the whole thing. And thank you, Pam. Thank you, everybody. Good night. My name is Hunter Donaldson. What? Hunter Donaldson. Uh, His rom-com slash, it's going to be a dramedy, Fifty Shades of Gotcha. 
coming at you this summer. All right, our next comic is from Boston. Give him a big hand. This is Chris Post. I know you like that. You want to try that. It's like a flashback. Hey. Good to be here. Um, visiting from Boston. I live in a part of Boston. It's called Somerville. And um, it's a neighborhood that's been in transition. It was historically blue collar. And uh, it's gentrified in the past few years. And sometimes you see like a clash in cultures. I'll give you an example. Like the other day, I'm just walking down the street drinking a bottle of water. And like this grizzled, towny looking guy just comes right up to me and he just goes, Hey! What's in the bottle? I was like, it's water. And he goes, yeah, no shit. Water and what? I was like, nah, man, it's just water. So he called me a yuppie. <laughs> All right, not everyone's on board. All right. Um, if you don't know that term yuppie, it's just a slang term. All it means is young urban professional. Which is cute, because I'm 33 and unemployed, so, uh... <laughs> I'm just fucking with you guys. <laughs> 34. Um, God damn it, 35. It's, um... It's an old joke. I, um... Since I wrote that joke, I've, I've gained employment. Uh, now, uh, during the day, I, I work for a tech-based healthcare company. You guys are like, those must be some pretty clean toilets. I, uh, no one believes I'm in that line of work, you know, because I look like a Bud Light came to life. But uh, <laughs> it's not nice. I, uh, I actually worked for my previous employer. They, like, laid me off, and then they brought me back, which is kind of fucked up because I wasn't really crushing it in my last position. Like my last performance review, it just said, Chris does what's required of him. <laughs> and that's not even true. <laughs> I'm not required to steal printers. Um, so uh, I flew out here. Um, I actually didn't get a driver's license, though, until I was 28 years old, though, because I suffer from anxiety. What's up, ladies? I, um, so um, once I got into my 20s, dating got to be a little awkward, you know, because like I'd ask a woman out, and she'd be like, okay, are you going to pick me up? And I can't be like, no, I'm not going to pick you up, because I don't have a car, because I don't have a license, because I suffer from anxiety. Like, that sounds weak and timid, right? So I just told him I had a DUI, you know? Because <laughs> that sounds noble, right? So finally, when I was 28, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I got to get a car, you know? Because sad buying Coke on a bike. And uh, you guys ever have your dealer laugh at you? It's like, nice helmet. So, um... For the record, I don't do cocaine anymore, so you guys can like shake my hand after the show or whatever. Um, yeah. It's not even an intravenous drug, so it doesn't matter. I ought to know. Um, but uh, yeah. 
it got to be too intense, so I quit. Like, I remember doing cocaine in my 20s with my friends, and we would say things like, all right, let's go out to the bar, and we'll meet some women, and we'll shut the bar down, all right? Because the night's young, and the sky's the limit. I do coke in my 30s. I say things like, I'll stab my boss. <laughs> got it coming to him, right? Those are my fucking printers. So, uh... It was fun, though, getting a license at 28, though. Like, uh, it's like learning to hate again. And, uh, I can remember my first road rage incident because this guy just, like, cuts me off. So I cut him off. And we just start cutting each other off back and forth, back and forth until we're neck and neck on the road. And he just rolls down his window and starts screaming at me verbatim. Your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, they're all dead. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hear me, they're dead. (laughs) Everyone you love is dead. My first thought was like, everyone I love, like half that list won't make the cut, you know? (laughs) Not even close. And uh, my second thought was, he's going to say something racist. And I know what you guys are thinking. Chris, how could that be? You're white. I'm like, it's Boston. He'll find a way. And uh, (laughs) he'll back into it. But thing is, I grew up around there, though, and I'm used to those types of situations, and I can handle myself, but I was still new to driving, all right? I'm just trying to keep my hands at 10 and 2 o'clock and not ram into a fucking pole, okay? I didn't know what to do, so when this guy threatened to kill my whole family, I just replied, hey, that's illegal. real slick he goes i don't give a fuck if i go to jail for the rest of my fucking life you hear me i was like all right this guy's insane all right so i step on the gas and we're coming up towards an intersection he goes you hear me i ain't scared of shit i ain't scared of shit and just then we come to the intersection the light turns yellow i keep going i look back and he stopped at the light i just thought man there's some lines you just don't cross you know I don't know. Um, I don't know. Driving in Boston's a bitch. I, uh, my, my car broke down in the middle of rush hour uh, a couple weeks ago um, in the pouring rain during rush hour. And uh, what's worse is my alternator died, which means all my, the lights went out, the brake lights, everything. So I had to get out of my car during rush hour in the pouring rain and wave all the cars around me. And after a minute, a cop drives right up to me, and he just goes, Hey, move your car. Get it out of the street. I was like, I can't. My car died. He goes, Well, then put your fucking hazards on. I was like, I can't. My alternator died. My lights don't work. My brake lights don't work. Nothing works. He goes, Ah. Well, good luck with that. (laughs) And he just peels out. So every car that kept driving by me just kept going, put your hazards on. (laughs) So after about 20 cars, uh, it starts like building to like this crescendo, right? And the vein of my forehead starts popping in and out and in and out. And finally, after the 20th car drove past me and said, put your hazards on, I just look at him and I go, I am the fucking hazard. (laughs) 
It all worked out. I mean, Triple A showed up, you know, and I fell to my knees like Willem Dafoe in Platoon. And, you know, I was like, thank God, I thought you guys would never come and tow my car away. And he just looks at me and he goes, put your hazards on. That needs work. Um, I don't know. You guys want to hear um, about... Uh, the most fucked up thing I ever did at a wedding or um, my ex-girlfriend cheating on me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> me too. All right. <laughs> That's the most animated I've been all night. I'm like, why would I want to talk about that again? Uh, um, I love weddings, actually. Um, I think they're really nice. Uh, it's fucked up. I actually ran into my cheating ex at a wedding, though. Uh, one time which combined my two passions in life open bars and unresolved anger so it was nice but it wasn't the most fucked up wedding i ever went to a few years ago my best friend rob got married and rob and i became friends because our moms met in aa and that's like the most boston friendship ever like the only the only friendship more Boston than that is we fought the Wahlberg brothers, you know, like so. So because our moms met in AA, Rob and I became like teenage drinking buddies together, okay? So basically everyone at this wedding was either a practicing or recovering alcoholic, all right? So my mom hasn't had a drink in years, but sometimes like at a wedding or a social event, she'll have like a no duels, like a non-alcoholic beer to be like social. And so she goes up to the bar and uh, orders one. And this guy named Greg from AA comes up to her. And Greg is what we call a dry drunk. Do you guys know what a dry drunk is? A dry drunk is uh, when you quit drinking but don't improve your personality. So <laughs> we all know a few. I, I call them my uncles. But uh, yeah. Um, so he goes up to my mom and he's like, hey, if you're just going to have a no duels, why don't you save yourself some time and uh, switch right to vodka, make things easier. And I just lost it, you know, because no one should talk to my mom like that. She's been through enough. So I went up to this guy in front of the whole wedding, like I'm in front of all of you right now. And I just go to him. I'm like, if you ever disrespect my mom like that again, I will fucking end you. You got that, chief? I will fucking end you. And my friend Rob starts laughing right in my face. And I was like, why is that so funny? And he just looks at me and he goes, dude, that's from Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> I was like, fuck, he's right. <laughs> that's Robin Williams. <laughs> you guys ever been so mad? You're like, I'm shooting from the hip. It turns out, nope, I stole it. So, <laughs> hey, you guys have been a lot of fun. I'm going to give it back. <laughs> All right, Chris Post, making your life seem better for 33, 34, 35 years. Thanks, dude. All right, let's give it up for the performers so far, some real-ass dudes. Been a rad show. We got one more for you. He has gorgeous hair. Take a look. He's a Portland treasure. Ben Harkins. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. All right, I got one great. That's good. Uh, I'm not allowed to sell my sperm. That's just a that's a policy that they have. Uh, if you have red hair, you can't sell your sperm. They put it on the website now. Like uh, I hadn't seen that, and uh, I tr went up to uh, 
here's the thing, man. Like, you walk up to the. Th- this is how they look at you when you walk up to the the sperm bank. They don't even want you on the parking lot. They're just like, we're good. <laughs> Keep it moving. Here's the thing, like, I'm, I don't just have, like, red hair. Like, I'm left-handed. I'm, uh, I have, uh, I, I don't know if you guys can, uh, the lighting's pretty good in here. These are actually storm cloud gray. That is a very, uh, it's more rare than blue eyes. Double-jointed in both shoulders. I'm immune to poison ivy. Like, I am, like, a Noah's Ark of recessive genetic shit. Like, you can't, you cannot get these features anywhere else. Like, I figure my sperm should be worth, like, $60. (laughs) I asked them, like, so why don't you want any, like, why don't you take, like, redheaded sperm? And they're just like, because nobody wants to have redheaded kids. (laughs) And I was like, well, that's that's not true. (laughs) Because uh, my mom wanted to have a redhead. And have you ever, like, been in a position where you're saying something out loud for the first time, and as you're saying it, you're also learning that you're wrong? Like, (laughs) it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because, like, really, who, yeah, what kind of son do you want? You want a... someone who's going to bitch every time you go to the beach? Is that what we're... Maybe he'll get really into Sean White because there's no one else. (laughs) Nobody wanted this. It's fine. I'm okay with it. Guys, what do you think is going to happen in the future? It's crazy, right? Like, nobody knows what's going to happen. Like, that's why it's the future or something. Like, that's it. Like, there's one thing, like... The future is going to be, like, all about, like, robots that fuck people. Like, we're going to have, we already have, like, primitive, (laughs) shitty robots that fuck people. And, like, do you guys remember how cell phones used to be? (laughs) Like, every 80s movie, it's like, oh, look at this asshole on his cell phone. What, you need to, you need to talk to people all the time? Like, that's the way we're going to be looking at these Japanese kids with the VR things and the body pillows. Like, it's going to... We're not just going to have robots that fuck you. We're going to have robots that get you. (laughs) These things are going to be like, hey, I saw that you ordered that on Amazon. Uh, Maybe you'd also like it if I ate your ass out in the car later. Like, just opening up... Opening up these doors that can't be closed. It's just. <laughs> Here's the thing like, there's no. It's the Wild West right now, this field of robotics. This shit is. This. Within your lifetime, people more important than me have to talk about this. <laughs> like, it's. <laughs> like, what. Does anybody know, like, what's the first law? of robots that fuck people. Do we have one? We need one. We need a place to start, like we need, 
I swear to God, we are two years away from people in the Supreme Court and people just being like, you have to fucking say something. But <laughs> none of us want to talk about this, so you have to st- you have to do something. Like, And just we're going to have Supreme Court justices just like, all right, uh, so how short are we allowed to make the robots that fuck people? Let's just start with that one. How short are we allowed to make the robots that fuck people? It's like, here's the thing, like, I want to have that future where it's like some hot robot Peter Dinklage is going to come up to me in a bar. <laughs> He's just sponsored by Marlboro Cigarettes and Budweiser. It's just spray painted on his chest. He's like, hey, would you like some coupons? Also, if you swipe your card behind my ear, maybe I can eat your ass out in the car later. Just... <laughs> Like, that is the future that I want to live in. That's, that's the America. That's my America, you know? But, like, in the eyes of the law, where do you draw the line between the sexy robot Peter Dinklage and, like, a sexy robot E.T.? And, like, his throat vibrates and his heart glows and he calls you Elliot and... Finger lights up, shoves it up your ass, and just illuminates your ball sack like a paper lantern. Like, <laughs> like that should also that should be legal too. Like that's we- that's funny. That's weird. That's creative. <laughs> it's nostalgic. It's good. We should have that. Like, but in the eyes of the law, like, where do you draw the line between? like the sexy robot E.T. and like a sexy robot Boy Scout and he's like, hi, uh, my name is Noah, please stop and I can't find my parents, wink. Like, like this might be a pretty popular opinion, uh, but I think that one's over the line. You know, like that, we shouldn't have that one. Like that's my favorite law. That's the that's a if they were like, hey, we got too many laws. It's confusing. Uh, we're getting rid of all the laws. We can only keep one of them. Uh, ben Harkins, what do you think we should keep? Up? That one. Keep that one. You know. Mm. You know what always gets my dick hard is uh, is the uh, the music of Stephen Foster. Uh, so those of you who don't know, uh, Stephen Foster is a like an 1800s composer from uh, Pittsburgh. He wrote uh, Swanee River and uh, Camp Town Races. Uh, you know that one? <laughs> Camp Town Races. Sing this song, Duda, Duda. That used to be like the best <laughs> song. That was the best we could do, was like, do-da, do-da. People lost their shit over that song because they'd never, ever heard music like that before in their entire life. They were just like, holy fucking shit, he's a man possessed. Do-da, do-da. Like, that was a popular song on the West Coast and the East Coast before radio, before anything like that was we had one train 
and people used to fuck to that song. Like, that is how that worked. When Camptown Races first dropped, like, that is when people in this country learned that you can choke each other when you fucked. Like, that is... Uh, so I, I've been thinking a lot about that guy who uh, shot Reagan. Uh, his name was, uh, you know, because I'm 30. You know, like that's what's on the mind of concerned young people today is that guy who shot Reagan. Uh, his name was uh, John Hinckley Jr. And allegedly the uh, reason that he shot Ronald Reagan is because he was deeply in love with uh, the actress, the uh, lovely and talented Jodie Foster. It's a popular... Everybody knows that, right? That's common knowledge. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I just think that's, like, terribly romantic that he would do that for her. Like, because, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, all the guys in the room, we've probably done some embarrassing shit to, like, try to introduce yourself to that special someone. You know, you you do something corny. You know, you write a love letter. You know, you write a poem. Learn a favorite cheesy song on guitar, steal her boyfriend's motorcycle, jumping over a creek in Allentown, Pennsylvania. These are all things that every one of us has, has done in the name of like catching the eye of that special someone. I think like most, uh, most of the people in this room would probably draw the line at like regular acts of treason. <laughs> like, like killing the president is the most illegal thing. Like. Nobody's ever going to love you like that. Like, that is dedication. He didn't even say, like, hi, my name is John. Uh, I like your movies. He just said, I'm going to kill the most unkillable man <laughs> on the planet, the last remaining superpower, Ronald Reagan, for you, Jody. Okay, uh, okay, I get it. You guys are looking at me like I'm fucking crazy, but like, okay, I'll meet you halfway on this. That's crazy. That's crazy to try to assassinate like a world leader to introduce yourself to an actress who's gay. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But like, isn't love <laughs> supposed to be like a little bit crazy, you know? <laughs> guys, you've been so cool. Thank you very much. All right, thank you for coming out, for tuning in online. Check out the rest of the festival for the next few days. Have a great night. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Bug Out Square. It's it's Monday. It's noon. Uh, wait a second. What's going on? It's Monday. It's noon. Yeah. Um. I'm going to tell you all about it, but uh, welcome nonetheless. Have you seen that vigilante man? 
Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bug House Square, uh, I'm doing a, 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 a Monday afternoon thing because um, I, I, I can't be around uh, tomorrow. So that's the dedication that I have. I'm gonna, I came in on uh, my lunch break. <laughs> I'm going to do a show. Doing it clean, man. Doing it clean. Rainy night down in the engine house. Sleeping just as still as a mouse Man come along and he chased us out in the rain Was that a vigilante man? Stormy days we'd pass the time away Sleeping in some good warm place Man come along and we give him a little race Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man And he said, unite all you working men Kill him in the river Some strange man was that a vigilante man Vigilante man Why does a vigilante man Carry that sawed off Shotgun in his hand Would he shoot his brother and sister down I rambled around from town to town I rambled around from town to town and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land
No, no, no.
noises, weird noises. It's Wednesday. It's high noon here at mutinyradio.fm. It's time for the AltaCast. Cast. 